everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Foo for Thought. Yep, uh, this week, well, last week, you just got Cyrus and me, and this week, you're going to get Devin and me. That's right. Um, The reason why Devin felt a bit left out, not being able to uh, appear. Right, like, I felt bad, like, leading up to to doing that episode and watching the movie, you know, the week before, I... Because of a set of circumstances, I hadn't gotten as much school time in as I wanted. And so I really wanted to take some time to try to catch up. And I felt really bad about it. Um, but I was just like, maybe I won't be a part of the main episode, but I can still participate later on in another way. Yes. Devin's back in school, for those who don't know. Yeah. And it is a uh, uh, Professor Xavier's School for Gifted Youth, That's I right. believe. That's right. Yes. You're going to be in... I'm going to be an ex-woman. An ex-man. An ex-woman. <laughs> an ex... Yeah, that's a good point. You probably can't call... In this... Today's yeah. world, you probably can't call them ex-man. Plus, I'm I'm not a child, actually, so... Yeah. Is it gifted youth? Yeah. Is that what the school's called? Yeah. Okay. I... So but that's, it's weird though because Cyclops is there. Storm, you haven't aged out. Fucking they Professor teach, X- Xavier's 800. They teach, though. Sure, you could teach. Okay. I'm yeah. a teacher. Yeah. Rogue, gotta learn my rogues, lessons before well, I teach. In the in the films, Rogue's like twenty, but in in the comics, I'm pretty sure Rogue is like, oh for fuck's sake! <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, that random curse there was because we're recording at our place and we have a particularly rambunctious cat or kitten, I should say. Uh, for those that don't know, we've recently uh gotten a new kitten. She is how old? Uh, she is now, I believe, twelve weeks. She's twelve weeks old. Weeks. And she is, um, yeah, she's she's pretty wild. Um, not only does she want to get into everything, so she wants to fuck with everything, but she's also a biter. Um, not not like a bad biter, just a playful biter, but it hurts. Uh, she likes to attack feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll literally wrap her entire body around your feet. Yeah, she'll like, gr- yeah, exactly. Like watching her do it to Sean is funny. Uh, I don't allow her to do that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of allow it, but it feels bad. Uh, dr- if any of you are familiar with uh, tremors and the way they wrap around people's legs, that's what our cat does. Uh, we should have called her Graboid. That would have been a good cat name. Uh, but we called her Moon. Yep, our little Miss Moon. Yes, and uh, I'm I'm probably going to be uh, bursting out with expletives throughout this episode because she's crawling all over the... Or she was just record crawling all over the recording equipment. So, um, Devon's keeping her occupied right now with a laser pointer. Um, but I have a feeling that won't last long. Probably not. All right. Um, I've actually got a few things to talk about. Because, okay. You know, we usually talk about what we've seen. At Ooh, the, can, I, can I say something for once? So, listening to... So, I, I, I listened to the episode. I listened okay. to you and Cy- Cyrus. And I had a moment where I was just like, is this what our audience feels like when listening to us? Because there were a couple things where both of you were just like, where you were were just wrong. <laughs> we were wrong? Yeah. Or just didn't know uh, the answer to something. And I was just screaming it out. Like that that one time where I texted you about diabetes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, it's this. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I, I imagine. <laughs> let's, let's set this so straight. I had, a, I had a taste of that. <laughs> it oh, was let, frustrating well, as fuck. Let's put it out there. Me and Cyrus are dumb as shit. We're not smart. <laughs> so, yes, when we didn't know that high glucose results in diabetes, diabetes. <laughs> right. Uh, that's, so, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when Cyrus was talking about his dad and when his doctor said, I was just like, diabetes. That's what high glucose leads to <laughs> yeah we had no clue whatsoever oh yeah i'm sure there's plenty of people yelling at us yeah. being like why then, are you so oh dumb? and i'll bring this up i get me winging into it but there was one point you made about in the beginning with the nurse you're blatantly wrong 
Wait, did she knock her out with a brick? Right, but you called her a nurse. She wasn't a nurse. She was a police officer that they were going to have dressed as a nurse to go in there with the doctor. Oh, same thing. Not same thing. So not only did she just, she didn't just bash, she bashed a, police, a police officer. officer. Yeah, good she point. She assaulted a police officer. Point. It, does, it does add uh, right. an additional. So, um, so I was like yelling that in my car as I was listening to it. And I was just like, I wanted to, I, Al, I actually called you, but you were work. You had to have been like working. You had to have been on a meeting because yeah. you didn't answer. And I, but I was literally like, oh my God, Sean. You were just going to yell diabetes <laughs> on the phone at me. <laughs> but I was just, yeah. In that moment, I was just like, ugh, it must be horrible for our listeners. For us to we're probably complete like talking nonsense and being wrong all the time. Yeah. If you hear us like say something completely wrong, please just take it with a pinch of salt. We're not smart. We're not clever. And we like, we're not good at assessing things. I mean, we are smart. Me and listen, I'm fucking sticking up now for us. Like, like people honestly think we're dumb. We're intelligent. We're just dummies. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think so. We're like naturally intelligent. We're pretty good. At, uh, we have big brains, but we just don't always use those big brains. Right. There you go. Save them for special occasions. Um, so I, we talked about what we've been watching over the next yeah. <laughs> save them for special occasions. Sorry, I missed that. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> we, we, we've already talked about what we've been watching, but you watched Get Out for the first time. I did. How did you feel about that? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So it's not, and it wasn't like it took me this long to watch it because I don't know. I just was just like, and I knew that it was good. It's not like I thought it would be terrible. I just didn't have the were, desire. Were you worried about the whole racial content? Were you put off a little bit by that? Because you knew maybe, it was about evil whites. Right. And maybe, maybe slightly. It okay. wasn't a big part of it because I'm, but then again, because I always worry about how people do that in movies. Yeah, of course. Um, But it wasn't a big factor. It was just like, meh. Like for so like like Nope, for instance, if we're talking about Jordan Peele's movies, I was much more interested in Nope, and I don't know if it's because it was the prospect of potential aliens or what. I don't really know. And even with us, it just seemed so strange. Yeah. Uh, so I so I wanted to watch it, but for some reason, Get Out, I was just like, meh. Didn't, I'll get to it eventually, and, and I did. Great, and I ended up enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do always wonder about that whether like the idea of that particular subject puts some people off. Um, like I imagine, not to get too, the word isn't political, not to get too racial on this podcast, but I, I, I sometimes wonder like putting myself in the shoes of someone like watching American History X or something. Oh, Christ. Like, yeah, I'm a black person and watching 12 Years a Slave. I will never watch that film ever again. I don't think I can see it that was film again. just it's grim. Just grim and just heartbreaking and brutal. And yeah. Yeah. I do wonder about that. Obviously, I don't have that particular angle, but I, I do wonder like watching because... Drawled is a slave is very grim, but also American History X just has like outright mm -hmm. just a terrible violence in it mm -hmm. towards you know black people. Yeah, and not that Twelve Years a Slave doesn't, but yeah, I always wonder about that and how hard hitting that is. I guess we've never had that conversation, and we're not about no, to have not. it on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> but I, I do wonder about that and how grim it is. Um, you been watching anything else? Um, I have a list, but um, you haven't watched anything. Well, you watched Bullet Train. Yeah, I watched Bullet Train, and um, and you didn't care for it. I, I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought it was easy, easy fun. It's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> easy fun. I, you know, I didn't have any complaints. I didn't hate it as much as you, but as far, yeah, but definitely, uh, I haven't watched any like great films. I've just been trying to find TV shows to watch. You found any good TV shows? I think. I mean, I. Very much enjoy Abbott, Abbott Elementary. It wasn't your thing. You know thing. what? I'm so livid that I didn't stick with it. 
because I have seen clips on Twitter that genuinely made me laugh out loud. <laughs> you should watch it. But I'm too far behind you now. No, then watch it on your own. I, I've got shows now I'm watching. Yeah, I yeah I enjoy Abbott Elementary. Yeah, yeah. I, I we watched the first like two episodes and it yeah. just didn't stick with me. But I watched I like watching, a yeah. I watched like a um uh, a mashup basically mm-hmm. um or a, what's the word when what word am I looking for when it's a bunch of clips together. I think mashup is a mashup of like numerous funny scenes, and I laughed. I thought it was really, really funny. So maybe it took a few episodes for them to get their stride. Um, but I, I, I agree. I, I think it looks very, very funny, and yeah. I, I kind of missed out on that. So I may go back to that at some point. Um, maybe because uh, right now at night when you go to bed and I stay up a little bit later, um, I have two shows I'm watching, and one of them's like a longer show, and one of them I, I'm trying to get watch like a twenty minute show. Yeah. So at the moment I'm watching Mr. Robot. Right. Um, catching up with Mr. Robot because I never watched that first time around. And you know what? For my twenty minute show, I'm watching Rami. Or oh, Rami. we tried. Yeah, we watched a few episodes of that. I don't know why we dropped it. It's fucking great. I don't know why either. It's really good. It, that, that's a show that maybe takes its time. Well, not even takes its time. By by, like the second episode, it's really good. They do have some episodes that are just like not very good. Um, well, actually, I'm. I'd say in this season, there's so far been one episode where I was just like, don't like this, and that's because it was a flashback episode to when he was young, and I didn't really like it that much. It was funny, but I didn't really like it that much. Um, but wow, it it tells some really interesting stories. Um, there's a brilliant episode where his mum becomes an Uber driver, and uh, it's really quite quite an emotional episode. It's funny, hmm. but it's quite emotional as well. And um, yeah, it's the the last episode. Uh, yeah, he. I won't go into it, but Rami's really good. I'm very surprised at how good it is. So okay. I'm going to wrap up the first I'm, the first season. I'm going to continue to watch the second and third. It's only three seasons. I think they cancelled it after that. Oh. Also, I'll say something. Rami, hmm. he's a handsome man. He is very handsome. He is a very handsome man. People don't talk about him. I don't even know who he is. I couldn't even say his name in real life, like who the actor is. But uh, he is a handsome gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, all, all credit to him. Um... Yeah, I don't think we watched anything else. So in this episode, we're going to talk about two things. Yep. Um, we're going to get your thoughts and opinions. Actually, we're going to do three things. We're going to get your thoughts and opinions on Seventh Curse, The Seventh Curse. Yes. Then we're going to do a mini review of Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday. Yes. Uh, which we watched last night. And then we're going to get you to answer some listener questions that you couldn't answer oh. on the episode. Okay. Because uh, you weren't there. Cool. All right, so I'm actually not going to give my opinions on The Seventh Curse because you, you guys, listened done to already. the episode yeah. and I've done it already. Yeah. So this is all about you, baby. Excellent. Uh, the Seventh Curse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said, you told you told Cyrus what I thought and I will continue to, and I'll say that again. Yeah. It's fucking bananas. It's a bonkers movie. Very bonkers. Um, yeah, and I 100% agreed with you, Like, and Cyrus said the same thing. As soon as it hit that part where they were at the statue, and that head comes down, and I was just like, yeah, 100%, this is fucking Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, instead of what, an, an archaeologist or whatever Indiana Jones is, it's a medical doctor. And why, <laughs> why yeah, the whole line about how when the police uh, uh, recruited him in the beginning with that building and the hostage situation... Because he's had lots of adventures, and I was like, "What adventures? 
What adventures has this man had? Indiana Jones has had some adventures. That's true. But then I was just, but then I guess adventures into collecting all of his like little ancient artifacts and how he uses that as a pickup line. That one bit by the pool where he was trying to bring this lady back to his house to look at his artifacts. Yeah. (laughs) His alien toes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's funny though because he's Dr. Yoon in this, who's obviously like an Indiana Jones type character. Believe it or not, Jet Li is in a film where he plays a character called Dr. Y. And WAI, mm-hmm. and he is also an Indiana Jones type character. So I don't know why I don't know what he's a doctor of. Um, but uh, there's a film called Doctor Y in the Scriptures with no words. One of Jet Li's worst films. It's not a good film. But uh, yeah, he plays an Indiana Jones. So maybe they just like you know they equate so. doctors to adventure. But like just starting out with the beginning of this movie, that hostage situation, that building, just so much of it was confusing. So initially. They were talking about how they needed a doctor because a hostage just had a heart attack. Yeah. And then they proceeded to dangle a, a dude out the window. I thought that was the person who no. had the heart attack. And I, I was just like, was. how is that supposed to help this man's heart attack? I can believe you know about that. <laughs> yeah. They dangled a man. Who was that then? Exactly. Just, a, I guess, a random hostage. How many hostages did they have? Because me and Cyrus thought they just had one. But I Yeah. There were, I think there were a... a because weren't, weren't there like a few people huddled around the oh, dude with the right. heart attack? Oh, you're right. There's a woman that actually right. said, yes, and okay. So, but initially I was just like, why would they dangle a man out of the out of a building who's having a heart attack? Why bother asking for a doctor when clearly yeah. dangling him out of a building not going to make that heart attack any better? This will help him. Right. I was so confused by that. And then, yeah. And then so the, oh, and the uh, reporter, I can't remember what her character's name was. Uh, well, the actress is Maggie Chung. Right, okay, so, Ma- so Maggie Chung, awful human being. She's a terrible person. I do not like her. I did not like her at all. Every time she opened her mouth, I wanted to punch her in the boob. Oh, dear. She was terrible. She was a she, spoiled, yeah. rich girl who seemed oblivious to the dangers around her and just <laughs> either just... I don't know if because she thought she was rich that none of it mattered or that she couldn't be hurt or what or what the or why why they chose to make her so You can say annoying. Obnoxious. Yeah. yeah I I just ugh. You've heard it here first, did folks. Not like her. Devin hates Maggie Chung. Yeah, I did not like her. I I the whole movie. There was not a single part of the movie where I was on board with her. Usually Maggie Chung plays like the plays a pretty good character. Um, I, I don't think I've seen many films where I'm just like, oh, I don't like her in this. Uh, but this one, she is uh, yeah. obnoxious. And then, yeah, the first bit that we see of her, yeah, she assaults a police officer. They bring in, uh, they bring in... Um, Dr. Yoon. Dr. Yoon. And they're like, we're going to have this police woman. She'll dress up as a nurse and go in with you. And she'll handle the detonator for whatever type of explosive that they're having him sneak in. And so when the police woman goes to change, yeah, she bops her over the head with like what was it like a, a brick? brick? Yeah, and I was just like, you just, you I was like, you just killed, killed right? I was like, you just killed a police officer, and then nothing happens, no consequences. This poor police woman shows up after the fact, after having knocked on the, on the head, and I was just like, instantly, I was just like, nope, I'm not so, on board with you. I actually wanted to ask you, Doctor Yoon, did you recognize him from Mister Vampire? Yes, you did. Yes. Okay, just checking. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and she kept calling him a, f- uh, she kept calling him a fool. And I didn't understand why. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. She kept calling him a fool. Maybe she'd been watching uh, too much uh, Mr. T. She <laughs> pities the fool. <laughs> and then what else did I, what else did I write? Oh, and so the first, the first instant, uh, first of all, uh, Dr. Yoon's apartment. Holy Moses. 
Not only with his artifacts, but his like artificial like river or his, moat. We said water feature. Right. Yeah. This, Wild. I mean, yeah, exactly a moat. He has a yeah. moat in his apartment. <laughs> Crazy. But then, so when we get a first taste of the blood curse, um, so what was it? So the guy uh, who, um, who was that guy? The guy who comes in and Dick who, Way, right? AKA yeah. Black Dragon, right? And he and he makes a comment about um, how he can't get close to women. Right? He can't get close to women because of the blood curse. But of right. course, Dr. Yoon, he ignores him. He goes to town with this lady. And the blood curse, and the, the, the we get a first taste of it. Yeah. And so I was just like, does that mean... So my under my thought was, does that mean the thing could get activated when he like gets horny? Yeah. But it wasn't like that for the rest of the movie. I know. I think it's meant to be where his, where his heart gets excited. Where his happens. heart rate pops up, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't make any sense. It didn't sense. make any sense. But yeah. And then, yeah. And then, oh, I also had a note uh, that said um, just boobs and bush uh, for this movie. Uh, you only see boobs and bush once. <laughs> True. Only once. Saw boobs, though, more than once. Did you? The white lady that he seduces in an apartment. Don't oh, did you see, see her yeah, boobs? Don't, I'm pretty sure we saw oh. her boobs. Yeah, the the random full frontal, which isn't quite full frontal because she's wearing a see through t shirt. Yeah. Um, but that is very random indeed. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah, and then the demon baby. <laughs> Crazy. You jumped Wasn't all over that... the place here. I know. I I'm just kind of yeah. I'm just kind of going all all over because I know we have we have a, a time constraint. Um, but what did you think of the demon baby? So at that point, I was just like, what's the tone of this movie supposed to be? Oh, the Demon Baby's part ramps it up. Because it went from like comedic and kind of, you know, you know, a bit of adventurous and then all out like fucking gory and blood and guts all over the place. (laughs) So by the time we got to that temple and Demon Baby, I was just like, what the hell is going on? What What type of movie is this yeah it beats me for those and that the don't... demon baby was horrifying <laughs> yeah horrifying it's it's pretty great i uh, forget what they called those uh what do they call those guys later on they actually they tell you what it what oh the, the ghost, uh, ghost child ghost child ghost, ghost baby child. Yeah. yeah but yeah i just kept calling it demon baby in the first scene that we see the ghost child it literally bites through a man's neck goes into his body then bursts out of his stomach yeah which as a gore fan i appreciate that crazy yeah, 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 I think at that point it, it it really sets you on a pace that's just like, oh, okay, I get it. This film's gonna be fucking wild. Yeah, and before they explain like what that thing is, I was just like, what, what is going on? What is it? I was just like, is this like a case of like malignant? So it's that sorcerer's evil twin. I didn't know. Oh, wow, you just spoiled malignant. Sorry. Oh well. You haven't even seen malignant, and you spoiled malignant. Well, you told me. Cold blooded. <laughs> Sorry for everyone who oh, well. who hasn't seen Malignant. Devin just spoiled it for you. Wah, wah. But yeah, I I was just. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. I, I mean, it was. It's not like I hated it, but I was just like, I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, the ghost baby makes or ghost child, whatever, makes no sense because they don't they don't really explain it other than there's a way to summon it and a way to trap it. It's just like well. What what's the point of it? Right. What is it? Right. And then oh, and then so that sorcerer, the evil sorcerer, and the 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 ancestor that they like sacrifice to, yeah. and so it's like a, a murderous skeleton who goes around trying to eat. And people. I'll say again, the fight scene with the murderous skeleton is fucking dope. The special effect it makes <laughs> yeah. it look really yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. So the, it's literally a skeleton fighting. But then 
I don't understand why does it turn into a dragon? Um, because it's a monster. Then why does it start out as a as a human skeleton? Because it has to reform its body by eating people. Like, there's loads of horror films where that happens, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you need like Hellraiser. Have you seen the original Hellraiser? No. In Hellraiser, uh, the guy like is a is a skeleton man, and then his girlfriend has to uh, start killing other men for him to absorb their blood so he can become full again. So it's a bit like that. I doubt. So his... I doubt this film is <laughs> Hellraiser, but so his normal form is the dragon, but yet, but and then so but then like there's two so there's like. In that part where they first get to that temple and the skeleton turns into the dragon. Mm-hmm. And then later on at the end, we're back. He's back into a skeleton again. How'd he get back into? Mm, yeah. How'd he turn back into a skeleton? Yeah. And then he turns back into a dragon. That's... I just didn't understand. I didn't understand what this ancestor was about. Hey, I, I, like Cyrus said, when we did the episode, please don't ask I why. Exactly. I, that's very true. But, uh, very true. There's no point in asking why. Yeah. How'd you yeah. feel about Charlie and Fat being in this film? Not a whole lot because you don't. He doesn't do much. He doesn't. I and that was a disappointment. Yeah, a bit of a glorified like, cameo. Yeah, I was just like, all right, Shao Yun Fat. I was like, yeah, I like him. I was like, let's see him like whip some ass. No, nope. he just pops in to give some supplies or some advice or or whatever, and then pops back out. And so there wasn't enough of him. So I was disappointed. I yeah. I I. When I when I first heard of this film, he was all over the, the, the cover art or the poster art. And then when I came to watch the film, I was just like, oh, okay. He doesn't do an awful lot. Yeah. But like, yeah. Dr. Yeah, Dr. Chen, he's a he's a Indiana Jones. Dr. Yoon. Oh, yeah. I was I wrote in my notes because I, I couldn't remember what his character's name was, but I knew his, his, uh, his actual name was Chen. Oh, Chin, yeah, Chin. So I, yes, so I started right. just so I just started referring oh, to him okay. as Doctor as Doctor Chin. I yeah, I thought we were fucking up again. No, <laughs> no, Chin, Chin Carlock, yeah, right. Or is that Chin Shu Ho? Chin Shu Ho. Chin Shu Ho. Sorry, his brother is Chin Carlock. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then at one point, I called. I was just like, "Is he fucking Batman too?" Because he had that grappling hook and skin. <laughs> was. I, I laughed at that scene. I said it on the last episode that why didn't he just use that to begin with? Exactly. What did you think about the fight on the Buddha? It was. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. It was very good. But yeah, because no, awesome. I think you. I think you said that while we were watching it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and I was just like, that's an excellent point. They could have saved themselves a lot of trouble and yeah. just used that grappling hook to get to the top of it. A, if he had it the whole time, should he used it in the beginning? I stand by that being a good fight scene. Yeah, it was good. And then, I mean, yeah, it was just like, yeah, oh yeah, and the whole thing with the with the 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 Buddha statue and the booby traps, and I was just like. Fucking Indiana Jones. I like that you call them booby traps. I don't think anyone calls them booby traps anymore since Scooby Doo. Oh. <laughs> booby traps. That's yeah, good. Yeah, booby traps. What do you call them? <laughs> Just traps. Traps? No, yeah. no, 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 no. They're booby traps. What does booby trap mean? I don't Where did the term booby trap come from? I don't know. I guess it does it stem from, you know, back in the days where you, if you messed up, like, look at this boob here. Maybe. Boob. So maybe. maybe if you get caught in one of those traps, you're a booby, like a booby. Or maybe it's about the bird, the, the booby. There's a bird called oh, a booby, yeah. right? There's a bird called a booby and a boob. Uh, Jesus. There's a bird called a booby and a bird called a tit. Is there? Yeah. I know about tit. the I know about the booby. Yeah, blue tit. No, you don't know tits. <laughs> I don't know tits. Okay, yeah, booby and tits. Interesting. Um, yeah, I I I like the I I stand by that. Cyrus wasn't very impressed by the the Buddha fight scene, um, mm-hmm. but I was. I love that scene. I think it's great. 
Yeah, no, I I very much enjoyed it. So yeah, so I I enjoyed this movie, but it was just it was just it was just crazy. Yeah, and yeah, and oh yeah, <laughs> so like so to and so to 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 uh, cure his his blood curse, he had to swallow this orb that he got from the Buddha statue, and I was just like, that thing's way too big to swallow. What did did? Well, he didn't have to eat it all. He just needs to take a bite. How does he have? He put that whole thing in his mouth. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. That whole eye. Put that whole fucker in his mouth. It was too big. Exactly. That's what I said. That oh, was so my point. He put that whole thing in his mouth. But how? Exactly. No. No. He must have bitten a bit off it. Nope. How did you feel about earlier in the film where she cut a bit of a boob meat out and again oh, had to yeah. eat that? Yeah. What did she? What was that? Ma- that I, just, magic. Magic. That's, I think that's what Cyrus says. Yeah. It's some just some magic. sort of just some sort of magic. Wow. Oh, and then okay, so yeah, so all of a sudden this this film gets all gory, and so let's and so what I was the most horrified by was how they explained how the evil sorcerer makes the ghost children, <laughs> and so this there the was this, in the film it's there wild. Is this, there is this village, and so one uh, so he like steals all the children, and what he does is he kills all the the children, and then um. Something about their blood, right? Out of yeah. all the blood, using the blood, he can make a ghost out of all child. the blood of this. But how he kills them? Fuck me! It's great. Two big old stone slabs. Just a big vice. Just and he tosses children in, and they get squished. It was horrible. I was just like, no, <laughs> I did not like that. I I appreciate I appreciate when films go crazy like, like that. that. Oh my god, he just basically made a bloody soup full of crushed children. And I was like, oh god, what am I watching? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that he just didn't kill them beforehand. He just... Right, like, he didn't kill them in them there alive. That, yeah, he Toss them in there alive. squished them alive. Oh, it was horrible. Didn't like it, didn't like it. Pretty funny. Yeah. And then, yeah, and at the end, the big showdown with Dragon Ancestor. And then somehow they magically like get the demon baby... On their side, and so there was a fight between Demon Baby and Ancestor. Well, you Dragon. say somehow they do explain it. Really, well. yeah, some sort of magic. Yeah, you need black dog's blood, black cow's blood, black right. whatever, blood. something other blood. Yeah, but yeah, like all all around this, and none of it matters because Charion Fat uses a rocket launcher in the end anyway. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, it <laughs> so ridiculous. It's just so crazy, but in a fun way. Yeah, like. If it's all, you know, there's, there's, there's certain movies where I like, where it's shenanigans heavy. Yeah. And there are times when I don't like it. And this was nothing but bananas, like magic and science and, and, but it was crazy in a fun way. Yeah. How many stars did you give on Letterboxd? Oh, I think I didn't rate it. Oh. I'm always because, um. Because you're scared I'll see it. Yeah, I don't want you to see it. And like, who? I think I think Rama is the only one who's on Letterbox too, and I don't want him to see it because okay. I don't want him to know my opinion before the episode, which is how, which is why I always end up forgetting. Okay. To do it. So, how many so stars would you see. give it? I think I would give it three. Okay, that's solid. That's solid. Yeah. I think I gave it five. I love this film. I think it's one of my favorite Hong Kong films. You I did love give it. it five. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, yeah I'm going with three. I love it. I it just uh, it, it it hits all the notes for me. It's got uh it's got extreme violence. It's got good fights. It's got uh bush. 
<laughs> it's got magic. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. And and it's wild. It is so wild. But yeah, but I overall I enjoyed it. Good. You got through that way quick. I thought we were going to take a long time. Um, well, I know because we have to also do our so also the reason why we are not just doing this however long we do it. Yeah. I'm going to I got to do some some schoolwork. She's got some fucking schoolwork. I like a nerd. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to get through this. I'm trying to get through my courses. So I dedicate a certain amount of time during the week after work and then a certain amount of time on the weekend. Well, the good news is usually when she does schoolwork, I get to squeeze in a film. I get to watch a film. And uh, recently I've been trying to do the 31 horror films in 31 days. Where are you at now? It is October 22nd, and I have watched 31 films. Nice. So I am... You're going to go way over. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to watch a horror film today. Um, I do have a bunch of films to watch, uh, but I I don't know what I'm going to watch. I don't know what I'm going to watch. We will see. I'll report back. (laughs) Um, So speaking of what we did watch last night, however, we did watch 2022's sequel to Accident Man, called Accident Man Hitman's Holiday. Yep. Uh, starring Scott Adkins. Yep. And um, what did you think of it? It was fun. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was the action was fantastic. Like yeah. very, very, very good action. Um, I enjoyed majority of the fights. I guess maybe all the fights. Um, it was great. Yeah, um, I think Tristan, a.k.a. Martial Arts Film Freak, uh, messaged me and he says, did Devin watch it with you? I said, yeah. And he goes, uh-oh, she does not tolerate buffoonery. There, was, there wasn't there was much buffoonery. I mean, there was some buffoonery. Um, yeah. but, but I was able to overlook it. So personally, with this film, by the way, everyone, I, I really liked it. Um, I think it's... I, I actually, the more I think about it, I gave it three and a half stars on Letterboxd, but the more I think about it, the more I want to give it four. Um, I really, really enjoyed this film, partly because, A, it's an excellent, simple, funny action film, and partly because I think they took what worked in the first Accident Man and ran with it. Because uh, the first Accident Man, my major issue with it is that the script... And places is fucking cringeworthy. Yeah. Like, they're trying to get Scott Adkins to say, and I think Scott Adkins wrote it with someone else, but he, he says so many, like, I don't know, he's trying to do Guy Ritchie, and he's, like, like by that I mean uh, Lock, Stock, and Snatch. He's trying to, like, be this, this very English, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but some of the lines in it, I'm just like, oh, God, it's just not necessary at all. And for some reason... I, bless you. Thank you. Um, he took that and definitely like deconstructed it and make it made it much better for the sequel. The sequel it doesn't try and like use cringy terms. It just and I'll say this: it just puts in a good old fashioned twat now and again. Yeah. And, you know, if you say like "oh you twat," that makes me laugh because I, I don't know that word's funny. But like he didn't he didn't try to go. I don't know. He didn't try to go over the top of it, and I feel like the Accident Man's uh, or Accident Man's script, the first one, is a little over the top. Over the top British. Yeah, yeah, and just I don't know. It feels forced. Like that's what I. I think that's the important thing. I think the first film script feels forced, and the second film script feels natural, mm. and I appreciated that. Um, is does the second film have issues? I do. Mm-hmm. There is a bizarre, truly bizarre subplot 
where Finicky Fred is meeting a girl he met online yeah. goes nowhere. It adds nothing to the film whatsoever. It really it's I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like I, I get it's a reason why he has to be a Malta, but you can find they a much yeah, better they reason could have than that. A different reason. And then at the end, she appears, and then two seconds later, uh, Mike Fallon's just like, oh yeah, they split up. Yeah. It's like, what was the point? What's the point of that subplot? Yeah. So I didn't didn't like that at all. But I think overall, I think it's a pretty tight little film. Um, it doesn't did not like um, Gangster Mom and Her Son. Eh, they were what they were. They were typically actually. I like the son. <laughs> I like the son. I thought he was. I thought he was going to really annoy me, and I actually thought that he was like pretty good because they didn't make him too annoying, and. I liked his very over-the-top Spanish accent, mm. and I, I thought he was pretty good. And he comes out with some humdingers. Um, I like that he calls him a melted Ben, ben Affleck. Um, Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't tell what that first word was. Okay, yeah, he calls him a melted Ben Affleck, um, which, uh, yeah, obviously suits Scott Atkins pretty well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a good good little... I don't know. I Yeah, I like, I like the script of this one. Um, I don't like... Uh, why have I forgotten his name? Is it Ray, Ray Stevenson? Stevenson? Yeah, is it Stevens or Stevenson? Stevenson. Stevenson. I don't don't love him. Uh, I didn't I didn't love him in the first one. I don't love him in this one either. Um, oh, I liked him in the first one. You did? Yeah, I, I did. think I think he's fine in the first one. I, I don't I don't think. I, yeah, he's fine in this one. I I thought I don't know. He didn't work for me that much in this one. Um, I think if anyone was trying to. If any character felt a little try-hard, it was Ray Stevenson's. Yeah, I I preferred him in the first one. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Um, I understand that you had to be in the film for reasons, you know, to tie it all in. Uh, but I, I I didn't love his character in this one, and uh, although I did like his character arc, um, so I didn't love the character that much. But I'm not going to spoil it. But he has an interesting character arc. And um, one thing that I was absolutely shocked about, although someone had told me prior, and I'm going to fuck up the name, but I'm going to try it, that they kept Zara, is it Pythian or Pythian? I don't, I don't know how you say her last name. Um, that they kept Zara Pythian in the film, um, which is shocking for those that don't know. Zara Pythian is an actress and martial artist, and she's just been sentenced to... I, the word the 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 number seven is in my head. Seven years in prison for um, underage rape, essentially, and uh, I um I couldn't believe they left her in. Um, after after her sentencing, they decided not to edit her out of the film. I'm glad that they didn't because she's in a fight sequence with Scott Atkins, which is fucking amazing. One of the best in the film. Super long fight scene, which I was very impressed by. Yeah. Super super long. Um, really, really good. Uh, eight she, years. Eight years she got. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, she uses like a karambit. I think that's how you say it, right? Or karambit? Karambit, so. yeah. Uh, she uses knives. Um, there's lots of open hand stuff. Uh, empty hand stuff, sorry. Uh, just a great, great fight scene. So I, I was shocked that she was left in, but I, I appreciate her being in it. Um, it's weird because I believe the film's IMDb page, um, I think she was removed. Um, so I, I expected her not to be in it. And then someone actually messaged me online um, who watched an advanced screening and was just like, oh, by the way, they kept her in it. Um, 
her death is fantastic as well. I'm not going to go into it. For, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, it's a particularly violent death and one that uh, Devin was uh, quite taken aback by. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty gory. Um, I don't know if anyone else noticed this. I'm pretty sure everyone did, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, later on in the film, Scott Adkins is squaring off with a clown. There's a clown called, is it Poco? I can't remember. I think it's Poco. And he says in the film, uh, he says something along the lines of, I bet you do, you fucking weirdo. Oh, no, that wasn't that wasn't Scott Atkins. That was the other guy that he was the other assassin. Who was oh, was it? Line. Yeah. The no, long-haired no, was, Brad Pitt. That wasn't Scott Atkins. You're wrong. Sure. Yeah, 100%. You didn't even notice it. But hundred percent, right? But I recall the scene you're talking about, and I thought it was the other guy who was saying that. Nope, it was Atkins. Okay. So Atkins calls the clown a fucking weirdo. But if you pay very close attention to Scott Atkins's mouth, he is not calling him a weirdo. He is calling him a fucking pedo. And I think they overdubbed the line "pedo" because of Zara uh, Pythian Pythian. Um, and because obviously the crime that she committed, I think they didn't want the word pedo in the film. Um, that's just a little thing that I noticed, but I think, uh, and again, that doesn't, that doesn't ruin the film in any way. I just wanted to throw it out there, but the action sequences are fantastic. And what I really appreciated in this film is that the action is varied. Yes. It's not the same shit over and over again. Correct. You get, you know, Zara Pythian with her. Uh, her knives and her boot work there's some great kicks and then you get like a vampire guy who's got weapons and we get to see scott atkins actually use a weapon which we don't often see and when you said that i was just like huh yeah i never noticed that yeah you don't often get to see a weapon uh use weapons i think he uses some in well i know for a fact he uses some in ninja 2 that we watched right um but in a lot of films you don't get to see him use them uh in this he uses a staff or pole and uh, then he takes the guy's knife and or machete, let's call it, yeah. and he starts using that. And uh, yeah, really, really varied stuff. And then um, you go from that to um, who was after that? Was that Poco after that? Um, after after the vampire guy. Yeah. After the vampire guy, yeah, that's when they're in their little warehousey thing. Yeah. And then that's where um. The Brad Pitt guy comes up. Yes, you get a guy who's basically, uh, he likes to strangle people. Um, He's the weakest henchman out of all of them. Um, He doesn't really have much going for him. (laughs) Sorry, my cat's messing with my knobs. Um, (laughs) And uh, he's just there so he can have a fight with Su Lin. Uh, Su Lin is, oh my God, I can't remember the actress's name. Sarah, I'm not going to try. I think it's Sarah something. I can't remember her last name. Uh, Sue Lin is basically a a character who is kind of shoehorned in, uh, kind of random. Yeah. She's basically uh, Mike Fallon's friend, and her job is to, and this isn't a spoiler, her job is to basically attack Mike at random times in order to train him to be a better fighter. But also, like, I remember in the first one, like, after he kills people, he's just yeah. like, he has all this like, oh, yeah, extra energy, and what what he used to do was he used to go to a bar and start a fight. You're absolutely right. They and call so, it PMT, post murder detention. Right. You're absolutely right. right I, right, I messed right. up. And there. so he gets her to yeah, basically just to fight with him. Yes. 
yes, I'm wrong. I, and I, she kicks his ass. Yeah, I think she kind of says that it's for training at some point to make him a better fighter. But yes, he does it because he needs to get out some stress. She's kind of randomly put in the film and doesn't have a lot to say. No. Um, but she can definitely fight. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, The actress that plays her is a wushu expert. Um, and I believe, like, she hasn't been in many films at all. I think this is maybe her third or fourth performance. Um, she, in my opinion, she puts on not the best Chinese accent in this. Um, it, it's very embellished, very cartoony. Um, oh, really? but I guess Does it's she... meant to be. She's American. Oh. Yeah. And I get it's meant to be. Sometimes it's like, whoa, that's a bit over the top there. Um, but she has um, she has a few fights with Scott Atkins, which are really, really good. Um, and she, it's great because the contrast of styles between her and Scott Atkins, very, very, very interesting uh, because he's a straight-up fisticuffs guy with right. some decent kicks, and she's very flary, very wushu style. Um, great stuff. Yeah, and then she fights the uh, the the strangler, right? And she has a very decent fight with him. Although he doesn't do much, but no. she does an awful lot, and it looks great. Um, and the Poco fight, I really really liked it. Uh, yeah. I found that to be very original. Um, those of you who know about the film or have seen a trailer, I think it's even said in the trailer that Poco cannot feel pain, so he's a clown that cannot feel pain. Right. So Scott Atkins has to, or Mike Fallon has to work out a way to beat him um, when he doesn't feel pain. But then also, I'm just like, so there's this one bit where uh, he asks Poco, like, can you really not feel pain? And so he takes a baseball bat and starts bashing his head and making his and bleed. And I was just like, you might not be able to feel it, but you 100% just gave yourself a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those of you who have watched the film and uh, noticed the bit where Mike Fallon goes, he hits, um, he basically fires a blade, like a, a circular saw blade and I guess this is a bit of a spoiler, yeah. into Poco's arm. doesn't kill him. I'm not spoiling it that way. But he looks at Poco and goes... But then, uh, but, and so the, here's my thing. Uh, completely unrelated. But when we talk about, when we're going through this film, we're talking about spoilers. Of course we're going to spoil it. We're talking about the whole film. The so o- if you haven't watched it already, then you shouldn't be listening to this. The only reason I'm doing that with this is this is brand new, right? This film is okay. brand new. Um, it's oh, like well. it's literally on just on demand. So I don't want to give away too much okay, about fine. it. Um, but I will say he he gets a circular blade in his in his arm, and uh, Mike Fallon goes painful. Which, of course, those of you who are a fan of kung fu cinema, is the famous line that Richard Norton says to Sammo Hung. In I'm gonna get this wrong because I get confused between the two. It's either Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars or My Lucky Stars. I think it's Twinkle Twinkle. Um, forgive me. I know this is fucking terrible and sacrilege for me to get those two confused but i often do but famously you know uh richard norton kicks the shit out of sammo hung goes painful and uh does it a few times and uh yeah mike fallon does it again it's like you've got to you got to feel it that uh that time and i think richard norton says the same thing um sadly poker the clown does not say i can't feel a thing my whole damn body's numb like sammo hung says i wish he did <laughs> um you should watch that fight you like that fight? Oh yeah, Samuel Hung against Richard Norton. It's a, it's a good one. Who's Richard Norton? Richard Norton is an Australian actor um, who appeared in a few Hong Kong films. Okay. Appeared in Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars. Appeared in Millionaires Express, uh, which I think we'll do Millionaires Express at some point. Uh, he actually started in a few, and then he came over to America and he did a few films with Cynthia Rothrock. 
Um, so he did some films called uh, China O'Brien and Rage and Honor. And then these days, um, he's he's older now. You know, he's probably, Jesus, probably mid-50s. Uh, he's actually a stunt coordinator. And he was a stunt coordinator and fight choreographer on Birds of Prey. Okay. And he did a lot of work on Mad Max Fury Road. Cool. Yeah. Uh, he also he's actually also in Mad Max Fury Road. Um, but yeah, he's not like at yeah, the yeah. forefront. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's an absolute legend uh, in the kung fu cinema world. Okay. Yeah, great guy. And yeah, famously, I think uh, his his finest moment is against uh, Sammo Hung. He uh he also fights um. Yasuaki Karata in Millionaire's Express. Okay. You remember Yasuaki Karata? No. All right. Well, he is the Japanese guy from Heroes of the East. I know there's lots of Japanese guys. He's the main one that he fights with the crab style. Do you remember the crab style? No. Do you remember Heroes of the East? Gordon Liu with the Japanese wife? No, I remember the movie. Yeah. I just don't remember just, him. Yeah, it was just too long ago. He actually has a cameo in uh, The Seventh Curse. Oh. He's actually in the beginning. Never okay. Mind. I wish you'd remember these people. I'm sorry. You're going to see them a lot more. Okay. He's also in Fist of Legend. He's the guy that puts the blindfold on against Jet Li. Sorry. Do you even remember that fight? No. <laughs> see, this is what I have to live with. The f- like, See, this... Okay, we're going to get into it, right? This is one thing I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Same with you and Cyrus, both of you. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you watch such an incredible fight, such as the blindfold fight in Fist of Legend, and you walk away and it just goes from your brain. How do you forget something so cool and so good? I don't know. I feel like because with all of them, because they're all, I mean, the the main purpose of a lot of these films are the fights. And so there are just so many of them and then trying to keep track of them all and then keeping track of which one is in which movie, especially only seeing it once, not going to happen. That's beyond me. Although to your, to your, to your point, I have a huge problem with plays. When we go to watch plays, Mm -hmm. we went to watch uh, Lion King, the Lion King, and I couldn't tell you what happens in it. (laughs) I got no idea. I couldn't remember anything that happened on stage. Can't remember any of the songs. I know I've seen it, and it's just gone from my brain. Same with I mean, the um, songs should be easy because they're from the movie. I didn't even know. Didn't even know it was the same songs from the movie. I also don't remember Book of Mormon. Oh yeah, no, I remember those. Yeah, I remember Wicked, uh, and I of course remember Hamilton. But some of the others we've seen, no idea. It sucks. I hate it. <laughs> so maybe it's the same thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know how you forget these things. Um, but yes, back to back to Accident Man. Um, there is, of course, the inclusion of Andy Long Nguyen, um, or Andy Nguyen. I don't know what he goes by at the moment, but uh, he plays like the lead bad guy in this, or the the final boss, I should say. Who boy, that fight apparently final assassin. They were assassins. Final assassin, yes. Uh, apparently, so. The whole film is choreographed by a certain team, right? A bunch mm-hmm. of people. Apparently, Andy Long Nguyen came on and he choreographed the final fight with him and Scott Adkins. You can tell it's a different choreographer. Uh, it's so much faster. Yeah. It's so much faster. And, like, the moves are really complex and just brutal. And um, I will say this. I think, personally, and this is no slight to him. I am not fucking mocking him in any way possible. I think Scott Adkins is slowing down. I think as a martial artist, I think his moves are slowing down. 
Well, I mean, yeah, how old is of he? Of course, of course. That's why I'm not having a yeah. go at him. It's not like I'm, I'm mocking him. Yeah. He's getting on in age. Yeah. Like, he's probably, well, he's older than me, so he's probably what? If I was going to take a swing, 43, maybe? You think? Yeah, I'm just, that's a wild swing. I'm going go on. 46. 46? Yeah. Scott Adkins? Yeah. No. Go on. Ha! Jesus, on, loud. Sorry. That was loud. On the fucking money. He's 46? He is 46 years of age. Jesus. Yeah. On the goddamn money. There you go. Take that. So yeah, he's you know, yeah, obviously he's like he's closer to 50 than he is 40. And I just see him I see him slowing down a little bit. Um no complaints. Like I said the action in this film is phenomenal. He looks as good as ever. Didn't you watch something? I swear I thought I saw you. I don't know if it was when you were watching like his like podcast or thing on YouTube and how he mentioned like you know that he can't do some Oh yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. The, He's you know, he has the kicks that he used to be able to. Do. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's aware that he has a podcast, well, kind of a podcast, a video podcast called um The Art of Action where he interviews uh famous action stars. And martial arts stars, and yeah, he says that some of the some of the kicks he used to be able to do, he just he either has to warm up for like hours to be able to do them, or he just can't do them anymore. Yeah. And um, he actually mentioned there is an episode of The Art of Action where it's him interviewing the cast of Accident Man Two, and they're talking about the making of the film, and he quite like happily says that they're stunt doubles for him in this film. Um, personally. I tell you what, I usually don't like a film that has a blatant stunt double. I struggle to spot them. In oh yeah, film. I didn't notice it. I saw them. I definitely saw it at least twice, but I'm not the the stunt doubles are not blatant in this film. Yeah, like maybe um was there one uh when he was crashing through the glass table? Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. 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 That was definitely one that I noticed. I couldn't I don't remember noticing another. Though in the interview he has, um apparently there was there's a there's a move at the end where Andy Longdwin hits him and he does a spin in the air. Like he does like he oh, spins. Yeah. Apparently the stunt double was trying it and Scott Adkins said, Move aside, I'll do it and he did it and they kept him in the film. <laughs> so he didn't actually need a stunt double. What are you trying to record? I was gonna see if she was gonna do anything. <laughs> Devin. She'd be interested in the mic. Oh, Devin was going to hold the microphone to the cat. The cat's but, asleep. Yeah, she's busy sleeping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it's a I think it's a really really good step up from uh, the Accident Man. Why do I keep calling it the Accident Man? <laughs> Accident Man, the first one. Um, I think it's it's bigger, it's ballsier, it's better, and um, better I, action. Better action. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe the plot isn't as good. I, I I kind of like the I kind of like some of the serious elements that are in the first film. Yeah, this one is very comedic. Yeah, it's basically all silliness. Yes, it's very very silly. Um, it's it, there's very little seriousness in this film. Um, he basically has to protect a, an annoying uh, Spanish boy. Um, he ain't no boy though. He's a grown ass man. How old do you think he is? He looks like he's he's in his fucking thirties. Oh really? Yeah, but I think that's the point of it uh, because he's you know a coddled like you know the rich it? son of this you know and he's used to getting whatever he wants so okay. he's spoiled. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's no boy. I, I don't think 20s. that was, and I didn't think that was the purpose. I I thought it was yeah. Oh, I don't think he's which is to... also a part of what made him so annoying because he was a grown fucking man. Okay, I don't think he's meant to be a boy, but I, I thought he was like in his twenties. But I could be wrong. Oh well, he sure should don't look like he. he maybe you know. not. Maybe not. <laughs> um. There is a very gross scene in this film, which I won't go into, but it does involve defecation. 
Oh, yeah. Um, which is pretty gross. I don't usually get grossed out by poop scenes, and this one is gnarly. Yeah, it's okay. not nice at all. Um, but all in all, a, a solid little film. I, I think uh, I think they, they took the action and like made it, elevated it. Um, the guys that directed the film were two brothers, and they are stuntmen and action directors. So they are very, very familiar with action. And they do a lot of little things that heighten the action in this film. There's a lot, if you if you pay attention, there's a lot of nifty camera work in this film. Lots of, like, the camera will pan around as they're fighting. Uh, a lot of zooms and, and, and quick quick movements of the camera. Um, but it's, it's very impressive to look at. And uh, they didn't, it's quite obvious they also had a very, very small budget for oh, this of film. Course. Of course. Uh, because the, 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 literally the last 45 minutes of the film is in one location. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's obvious that they didn't have that much money, but they did a lot with what they had. Um, I, that's why I, I applaud this movie more than I thought I would, because they did an awful lot with what they have. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I hope, I hope we get an Accident Man 3. Um, I would like to see one, but. I don't know if they could do more than what they did here, unless they get more money. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think I saw Scott Adkins tweet the other day, and he said people were very uh, supportive of Accident Man Two, and they were you know tweeting at him saying you know oh, great film, great film, amazing. And I think he tweeted out, "Imagine what we could do with a Hollywood budget." Right. I was like, come to think about it, yeah, yeah. I just hope I didn't like the. F- I'm about. I'm not talking about Accident Man here. I'm talking about another film. I didn't like the first Mortal Kombat. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was whack. But if they get Scott Atkins as Johnny Cage in the second film, that might sway me. That might sway me. He's uh, he's perfect for the role. Unless Johnny Cage is meant to be younger, I'm not really sure about the background of Johnny Cage, but. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd love to see Scott Atkins. I'd love to see Scott Atkins in any big Hollywood film. Uh, I know he's in John Wick Four, but how much we're going to see of him, I do not know. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, it'd be exciting just to see. Just give us a rematch between Donnie Yen and Scott Atkins in John Wick Four. <laughs> yeah, because the Ip Man Four fight, it's not great. It's fine. It's not great. I'd love to see him them take on each other in John Wick Four, but who knows? Who knows what'll happen? I'm interested to see what John uh, what John Wick does or what the guys making John Wick films do after this film has Donnie Yam, Scott Atkins, Marco Zorro. It has Hiroyuki Sanada in it. Where the hell are they going to go with John Wick Five? Who have they got to hire from John Wick Five? Can you bring me a drink? Yeah. Can you bring me a um a thingy? Yeah. Cheers. Um. See, this is how married couples work. I say, can you bring me thingy? And she brings me the right thing. Genius. We're on the same wavelength. I know. It's the, it's the drink that I would prefer that you didn't drink. Yes, I mean, ma'am. As opposed to drinking, what, two or three of them a day, you could throw in something else. Yeah. Throw you. Throw you out the window. Um, yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with John Wick 5. Who can they hire to actually, like, the big names. I'm talking about the big no, the, the John Wick three had Ika Uwais and. How many of these are they gonna have? Five. It's done. Done. Apparently, they were gonna film uh, John Wick four and five back to back. I don't know if that's happening now. Um, There's no offense to Keanu Reeves, but yeah, he's an older gentleman. Yeah, fifty five. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I I don't think he's got much left in him. Um, in terms of John Wick's, but uh, I'd love to see John Wick five. And you know what? If they could just really, really end it well and just have Jackie Chan in it, I'd be a happy man. 
It's never going to happen. But if they could get Jackie Chan in it, that would be fantastic. Or Chet Lee. Bring Chet Lee out of retirement. That'd be amazing. Chet Lee hasn't done a film in fucking 10 years. So that would be cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, but Keanu Reeves apparently is doing another action film. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Anyway, do you want to go on to listener questions? Yes, please. We're going a bit long. All right. You want to make any more noise? Uh-huh. I'm eating a kind bar. You are. You are. All right. Let me see what questions. Uh, I'm going to ask you this one um, because it was asked to us. Would you rather never have to brush again or never have to wipe again in the bathroom? Wait, never have to brush? Yeah. Brush what? Or never have to wipe. What do you think? Brush. Brush teeth. Oh. Yeah. Not hair. Sorry. Oh, dear. So never have to brush your teeth again or never have to wipe your bum hole again. Which one are you giving up? So it's not... So it's not never have to. Like, there's some sort of magical way that to replace it. It's just, what, do I want to have a gross ass or a gross mouth? No, 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 no. I think if you give up wiping, your butt is automatically clean. And if you give up brushing your teeth, your teeth are automatically clean. It's which act would you rather give up? Which one annoys you more, wiping or brushing? Brushing my teeth. You get, you'd want to give up brushing your teeth? I suppose so. <sighs> okay. Well, okay. What was your answer? I think me and Cyrus both said wiping. That doesn't surprise me. If I could just, not to be gross, if I could just go to the bathroom and just stand up and be squeaky clean, that'd be kind of great. <laughs> um... Oh, here's an interesting one. Uh, Corey, oh, sorry, that was from a mock pal. Corey asks, um, if the three of you, I'm going to just say you, if you were hunted by Pennywise the Clown from It, what would be the fears he uses to, to, to against you? Ooh. Pennywise uses fears, right? Right. To, to, to get fear into of you. heights. You haven't got a fear of heights? Since when? Certain heights, yeah. Like high. Really high. Like... You can go on a plane. That's different, though. Would you go up the Empire State Building? I don't know. Would you go up the Eiffel Tower? I don't know. Really? Yeah, I'd have I, to. I had no idea. I'd have to was, see. Really? Um, I have this. It doesn't happen very often, but on occasion, I have this dream where, yeah, like all of a sudden, just one by one, like my teeth come out, fall out. I think everyone has that dream. Yeah, point. yeah. So that would probably be it. He'd make your teeth fall out. Mm-hmm. Okay, good stuff. Or, or a home invasion. I don't like those. Oh, you don't like home invasions? No. Uh, I mean, home invasion films. No one likes home invasions. Yeah. Um, Comic Handlings uh, says, he gives us two questions, so uh, we're going to do two simple ones. Uh, what are your most controversial opinions? For example, do you agree with any questionable stereotypes such as Asians can't drive or white people don't use washcloths? <laughs> That's terrible. You laughed funny. at the white people thing, didn't you? Yeah, because it was funny. Racist. I know. You're a racist. But is that controversial? The white people don't use washcloths. Mm-hmm. It's a it's very it's stereotypical. You didn't. I beg your pardon? You didn't. What, use a washcloth? Yeah. Cyrus doesn't. 
You are eating directly into I'm the sorry. microphone. I, mean I didn't mean to. Why am I even asking you questions while you're eating? What is I'm going really on? hungry. I'm sorry. Um, well, but when there's only two of us, right. you have to eat into the microphone because Cyrus isn't here. I didn't mean to. Um, I was trying to, to do it like a way, but then I got, you know, it didn't work. Okay. Um, controversial. You've just revealed that I didn't use to use a wash, washcloth. <laughs> I purposely didn't say that on the last episode. Oh, did you? Oh, <laughs> I'm I sorry. Purposely avoided it. I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't that. know. I don't. I had. I don't know. Um, you don't have any controversial opinions. How many people are acknowledge or aware that they have a controversial opinion? I don't know if I do. I, I think that's a, that's a good question. I think some people. If you like a wild stereotype, I think you have enough people say. Well, that's that's interesting. Right. Like, so I'm not sure. Like I I I've said um. No, I'm not going to say mine. What did you do in Cyrus' answer? We didn't really have one, to be honest. Nothing. I mean, the the, the wild stereotype, no, it wasn't a stereotype, but the wild opinion that I had, it's not even that wild, I don't think you should be allowed to take children to the movie theater. I think yeah, there should be adult absolutely. shows, and I think there should be shows where adults are allowed to take their kids. If I'm in an adult show, don't bring your kid in. I would agree with that. Yeah. I also don't think you should be allowed to talk in the theater. If you, if you have something to say in a movie... What is wrong with you? You're there to watch the film. Why do you have to lean to the person next to you and be like, oh, that was really cool. Just fucking wait till the film's done. No one wants to hear you. Like, don't talk in a movie theater. Oh, can I tell you something? Go on. Okay, maybe this is controversial. I feel like mine always ha- uh, mine might have to do with children. Um, in the grocery store, how people allow children to, like, push the cart, push a cart, <laughs> or, like, get stuff off the shelves, and so they just, they take forever, and they're just in the way. You don't like that? No. Yeah, that's 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 a legitimate one. Nothing too wild, though. I'm trying to think of something else, but then I don't know if I would want to admit if I thought a wild one because I, don't I have want to be offensive. I have one that I'll never reveal because it's it's just not good. I have one too, but I but I but it's kind of true though. Is it about white people? No, no. Oh, okay. No. If it's about white, so people... you guys are ridiculous yeah if it's about a white person you can always say it or about white people you can always say it because no. no one gives a shit about white people we do ridiculous stuff no it's not about no okay it's about another another race um, yeah good god is it about asians no it's about hispanic people nope wait it's about middle eastern people nope I've named all the races. Well then, but okay, but you're trying to make me say it. Oh, so you're not you're purposely avoiding. Yeah. Um we actually said another one. We actually said that there are uh there are certain people's languages certain races are louder than others. That's the one. Oh, you have that one as well. Yeah. Okay, but what particular race were you talking about? You're allowed to say it. I'll say what we were thinking. We actually said I said two. Uh African like some of the African African is it that's not necessarily a race. Sorry, what I'm trying to say, I'm not talking about race. Some of the African dialects or languages are just typically louder than others. And then Cyrus said that's the same for Middle Eastern languages as well. They just typically are louder. For example, we have Middle Eastern neighbors. When they talk, 
they're loud. But I think it's just naturally a dialect thing. I don't think this is racist. I think it's fine in say like I think it's the language that seems to be louder. Oh well, no, I because I I have. You're just saying a certain race is loud. Uh, yeah, or no, or yeah, African people are loud. I work with an African gentleman, lovely gentleman, but loud. But, and he even he admits it himself. He's he can get, he can talk so loudly. Yeah, yeah, it's bananas. I think it's interesting. I think that's interesting. I I don't think it's I don't think it's racist in any way because you're not. You're not saying necessarily it's a bad thing, but that it's just a, something that you can single out and be like, oh, louder, yeah. louder. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I think that's the only other one we had. Um, I have another one, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you uh, I'll tell you offline. Okay. Um, you think we got got ourselves into hot water on that one? I don't think so. I hope not. No, I don't think so. Um, Devin, what is the hottest a woman has ever looked in a movie? Me and Cyrus got asked how the hottest a man has ever looked. What was your ooh, What was your answer? Oh, I don't even remember my answer. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get up to the. Oh, that's what I said. I yes, I said nineties Brad Pitt. If you look at Brad Pitt in Legends oh, yeah. of the Fall, yeah, and, I would agree. Um, and um, uh, Thelma and Louise, even though he plays a, someone fucked up in Thelma and Louise, he was hot as shit. What was Cyrus's answer? Uh, I think he went along with mine. I don't think yeah. Cyrus likes to kind of let his, <laughs> let his sexuality go <laughs> like that. I'd have to hoof. I'd have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to think about that. Um, the hottest woman has ever looked. We said that if you didn't say a particular... I said if you didn't say a particular one, I'd be very, very upset. But Cyrus didn't agree with me, so I was very... Which one were you thinking? The first moment you see Cameron Diaz in the mask. Who boy. Yeah. <sighs> going on but can someone back me up on this one can someone say i know rammer will agree with me rammer message me let me know that you agree that moment in the red dress oh boy <laughs> that made a 13 year old sean touch the sky <laughs> kiss myself you can't think of one no i can't i'll try to think of more men while i'm at it i'm just looking at my movies now you know, there's some films where, like, where like a, a man isn't necessarily like look stunning, but he carries himself in in a certain way. And I think, honestly, George Clooney in most films has this air of like I don't think this is a word. This air of dapperness about him, like, yeah, it's definitely not a word. If you watch Ocean's Eleven, he's a smooth customer in that one, and he's he he look, he's a sexy man, sexy. Can I? So, the movie itself. Is it man? But then again, it's not through the whole film. If there's a single moment, that's fine. I don't have to look sexy throughout the whole film. So the movie isn't good, but I but I think that she that I think that in Catwoman, I think Halle Berry looks fantastic. You picked the wrong Catwoman there, but that's okay. Which one are you thinking? Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer blew everyone out of the water. Well, yeah, she looked. But I'm talking body wise. You see more of Halle Berry's body. That's true. That's true. I guess she looked hot. Hmm, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Letting us down with this one, Devin. Yeah, I can't. That's a hard one. I'm not sure. All right. All right. That's we'll a move, tough one. We'll move on to the next one then. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, I had um. um so I've got my, I've got my answers here just to let you know. I had Brad Pitt from '90s. Brad Pitt, uh, Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible. 
that tash and those those guns. He's a, <laughs> oh, I'd like to climb that mountain. Um, uh, Travante Rhodes in anything he's in. Um, Who's that again? The guy from Moonlight. Oh, the guy who played Tyson. He's not. Got it. He's not that hot in Tyson, but in Moonlight, whew, he's a handsome man. He is handsome. And then lastly was uh, Ryan Gosling in Crazy Stupid Love. Oh yeah, he's he's a bit of an asshole, but he oh yeah, but he looks fantastic. Yeah, so. Sorry, everyone. I think Cyrus and Devin let you down on that one. Um, but yeah, I had time to plan that one. So I, I, I kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'd have to here. think about it. All right. It's no big deal. That's fine. Um, let me find another one. Because I suppose when I'm, th- I'm thinking of. Obviously, there are beautiful ladies in the face. But, um, but I'm, but I think I'm thinking of like bodies as well. And of course, they can be, you know, I'm thinking of like the f- total like physique, and the reason why I'm thinking I think yeah, what you can- with Halle Berry and, and Catwoman is because she had to ha- she her muscles were very defined. Does that make sense? Yeah, I haven't seen Catwoman, so I'm. Yeah, I'm I thought struggling. you had. Hell no, I haven't seen that garbage. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you had. No, so I and I, I guess her mu- and she look. I guess so. I don't. Yeah, you know, you know. And then I'm also thinking of not obvious, and I'm thinking of. <laughs> And maybe this is my this isn't a good way of thinking, but I'm also thinking of like in what movies do you see like the most of a lady? Well, you're being too sexual. I'm being though. too sexual. You gotta think huh? sexy. You know who's sexy in the film? A woman, and it, she doesn't reveal anything in the film. But you know who's fucking sexy in the film? Yeah. Emily Blunt in Live Die Repeat or uh, Edge of Tomorrow. That's true. She's badass in when, that. When she's doing the and then that, she's doing the yoga thing. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, that's what you gotta think of. I guess so. Catherine Zeta Jones in Entrapment. She dips beneath lasers. That's, oh. That's the reason why I Catherine Sita Jones. If anyone doesn't understand that joke, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But you, it's, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Some workaholics, if anyone doesn't get that joke. Okay, fair enough then. Yeah. Okay. We moving on? Yeah. All right. Catherine Sita Jones. She, she dips, dips beneath lasers. Oh. I don't know if you have an answer for this. Um, it actually ties into how musical we were just being. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? Who asked this one? This is Martial Arts Film Freak. Um, oh, this is just for me. I'm going to ask you it anyway. What's your favorite song or verse made in the world of a movie or show? Yikes. Okay, yeah, you probably don't have an answer for this, right? Or kind made of... in the world of a movie or... The first thing I think about is Hamilton. Does that count? That's a musical. It's yeah, a play. It's, it's funny though. I, it's yeah, 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 yeah. How does a bastard orphan son of a whore and a Scotsman dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean by Providence impoverished and squalor grow up to be a hero and a scholar? Pretty good. Pretty good. I couldn't do that. The ten dollar founding father, far, Jesus. The ten dollar founding father without a father got a lot harder by working a lot. Fuck. Smarter. Smarter. Me by work. No. God damn it. Anyway, but yeah. Pretty good. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of them from Hamilton. I think my answer was Hamilton. I think yeah. that, that's that's one. Um, I also mentioned a, a a film called Bodied, which I would love for you to watch one day, but you probably wouldn't. Um, but that's really, really good. It's basically eight mile, but better. <laughs> and eight mile also has great moments. In that's it. very true too. Yeah, Mon Spaghetti. <laughs> uh, for Devon. Yes. 
If one was possibly in the market for a pup, I'm not saying that word. Tristan, look. <laughs> look, I've got to talk to you man to man right oh, here. Oh, no. What, did he, what word? I am not saying the word puppers. Oh, yeah, no, I don't like that either. I'm not saying... Just like I don't like kiddos. Kiddos is the word! I work, <laughs> I work in, a, in, a, in, a, in a job that deals with schools and yep. school districts. And kiddos children. is the worst. Kiddos. Why does everyone call their children know, right? kiddos these days? It's awful. Kiddos, nightmare. But puppers is worse. Why puppers? Puppy is enough. Sorry, Tristan. <laughs> um, if, uh, if you could... No, wrong one. If one was possibly in the market for a puppers what breed would you recommend for a couple living in a two-story townhome with neighbors on both sides so basically he he wants a puppy and he's just asking you uh i would ask what's your budget oh um (laughs) what is your budget if you can afford a particular breed that's cool however i would say adopt from a shelter bro Get a mutt. Yeah, get a mixed breed. Uh, dogs are fantastic. Adopt from a shelter if you don't don't spend all that money. Such a fuck ton of money to put down, and yeah. yeah so give a dog a home. Yeah, I would say go go to the shelter, find a mutt, find a mixed breed. But if you're, uh, I am. I would say you said they said in a in an apartment. A two-story townhouse. Two oh, two, townhouse. sorry. Two-story townhouse. If you're looking for something mellow. Um, oh, yeah. And then it also depends on, you know, if you're what size. If you are if you are okay with a, if you're okay with a larger breed dog, I'm going to say a, a golden retriever. You can never go wrong with a golden. Um, if you want something smaller, Cavalier King Charles. Uh, Cavaliers are awesome, and they're pretty mellow uh, dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but go to a shelter. You know what I'd say? You know what my recommendation is? Hmm. A bulldog. No. An English bulldog. No, that's a terrible recommendation. That's my recommendation. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Get English bulldog. Fucking love them. They're great. But let me tell you, you do not want them. I know. If anyone they isn't aware, come I, with. I love English bulldogs. A but boatload of problems. Devin would never let me get one. A boatload of problems, yeah, and and unless you're prepared to to dish out money, not only to get one, but for their medical bills, knock yourself out. But just be prepared and do your research for any breed. Do your re- please, for the love of God, do your research and be prepared. There you go. Um, I think I had one last one. No, that's it. Oh, no. All right, we'll do this one. Question for the group. In Once Upon a Time in China, whenever Jet Li does something cool, the song On the General's Orders starts playing. I don't remember that. You wouldn't. Did we watch that? We did, yes. I'm going to burn this house down. (laughs) What song would you like to play whenever you did something cool? I like how this question starts off. You think it's going to be a Kung Fu related question, but then they hit you with it. Oh, man. So whenever you did something cool, just a, a little soundtrack in the background. Oh, man. You better not steal my answer. More than likely, I would not. What's yours? Return of the Mac. <laughs> just imagine, you do something cool, and it's, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um, oh, fuck, what's the name of the song? 
You can do it. I gotta look. It's a Megan the Stallion song. Megan the Stallion? Yeah. I couldn't name a Megan the Stallion song. When it's up, when it's up, then it's stuck. Is that Megan the Stallion or is that Cardi B? I don't know. Oh, I think Cyrus told me it's Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, I think, on that one. Oh, Savage. Oh, I'm I'm, duh, 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 I'm savage. Which I didn't even, which I didn't realize when we were watching NXT was uh, Frankie Monet's entrance. Is it? Yeah, they just obviously they cut certain parts of it, but yeah, it's uh, probably Savage. She's still wrestling. I don't know. Either way, that song's whack. I hate that song. I like Savage. Mm, I disagree with that. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. That's, That's the end answer. of that. And I'm sticking to it. All right. Shout out to Megan the Stallion. Come on the show. I don't, know, I don't know if anyone heard that. There was just a mild purr. I picked it up. Oh, in could the, you? I picked it up in the headphones. They're going. Yep. Got it. We got it. This is the weirdest thing we've ever done. That's my kitten, or our kitten, purring. You probably can't hear it now because I'm talking over it. There you go, that's a bit more. All right, you can pull it away now. <laughs> uh, this was just a brief bonus episode. I hope everyone enjoyed it. We understand that um, we're probably not going to get as many listens as a regular episode because yeah. obviously we're retreading some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, so we you know, we know that that might be the case, but no, no big deal. We just thought we'd put it out there to get Devin's opinion out there. Yeah, I wanted to participate. I didn't just want to just drop off the face of the earth and, and not do anything for the episode. I felt very bad. I was good. yeah, I was I was worried about bringing it up. Cyrus has missed about twelve episodes. <laughs> you know, it's fine. I know, but I want, but you know, there's only I, one I'm... person that hasn't missed an episode. The pro- the producer, the creator, the right, the host, the, the host, the producer, the creator, the the genius behind That's it all. Right. But yeah, so and I would you know. love to skip an episode. I'd just have you and Cyrus do it. It'd be a shit show. It would be. I, <laughs> I love it. Maybe one day we'll do that. Just get you and Cyrus to do an episode. It'd be mental. You can pick. It would be mental. You two can pick the film and just talk about. I have nothing to do with the episode. Oh, I have. I have no doubt that we would probably talk about the film for ten minutes, and then that would be it. That's true. You hate given given. No, I don't mind giving. I'm talking about because of Cyrus. Yeah, true. Yeah. For some, if you but didn't yeah. know, Cyrus just hates talking about the films. He actually <laughs> admitted, I, I, he actually said on uh, last week's episode, he actually said, if, if you listen to the end of the podcast, and he talks about listener questions, and he says specifically, don't send Cyrus listener questions about movies. Mm-hmm. Because he can't remember movies. He, yeah. just, he, he doesn't love movies. He likes movies, but he doesn't invest like his mental power. Like, like we do. Yeah, like me and Devon will remember movies. We have favorite oh God, movies. Yes. We'll like certain genres. We'll like certain actors, directors, actresses, all that. Cyrus doesn't have that. His no. brain doesn't work that way. Like He'll watch a movie and be like, that's great. Although, for some weird reason, he can tell you who every single character is and their relation to every other character in Lord of the rings like he picks up on certain <laughs> things and he doesn't pick up uh, pick up on others so we're talking to harry potter yeah he loves harry Potter. he knows harry <laughs> potter as well so there are certain things that cyrus he also like he'll do one of those things me and cyrus will both do this we'll watch a film and we'll watch let's say we watch doctor strange right we'll watch doctor strange and then we'll go we'll go on this deep dive on the internet that's like how strong really is Doctor Strange? Right. And we'll go on Reddit and read this like master post about how strong Doctor Strange is and who would win out of Magneto and 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 you know whoever we do shit like that. Right. But Cyrus, 
don't ask him questions about films. Ask me in Devon, or and by all means, we will. You know, I, I have one for next episode. Uh, I think Adam Adam O'Connor. I think you asked one, and I'm saving it for next uh, next episode. But yeah, for Cyrus, don't expect like real in depth answers when it comes to films. No. Um, ask him about other stuff. I don't even think he loves. He does love music, but he maybe doesn't know. I don't know. I don't know how he is about music. I mean, I love music, but if you're talking about like popular artists of today, I couldn't tell you. Taylor Swift's new album came out. Did you listen to it? I didn't know she had to put out a new she album. She just brought out a new album. Everyone's raving about it. Okay. Um, Joe, I listened to the other day. What? Uh, I listened to three albums, entire albums mm-hmm. of Foo Fighters. And how'd you feel about it? It's a mixed bag. Yeah. It's a mixed bag. Um, I by the way, I'm not a Foo Fighters fan. Uh, I watched Studio Six Six Six, their film, the horror film. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny as hell and gory as hell. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to listen to the, uh, the Foo Fighters, and I will say their best song is the first song on their first album. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite song by them. Uh, they're they're fine. They're fine. I like their earlier stuff when uh, they sounded more like Nirvana uh, compared to their later stuff where they sound like Foo Fighters. Um, Anyway, yeah, you, you you look impatient now. Sorry. Devin stood up. She's towering over me. And Sorry. she looks impatient. You want to get to your schoolwork? Yes. All right, everyone. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Next week, please keep in mind, we are watching Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. I'm going to try. Going to try. Is this the scary one where I thought that we, we should watch it together? That's what I was just about to say. We're cool. going to try to get Cyrus to watch it with us in the dark in our apartment. If he like does. He could come over Saturday night and then we'll, re- re- we'll record here. Okay. Yeah. Um I will try if that does happen, I will try and sneak some recordings in. I don't know if I can pull that off, but I will try to do it. Um but we'll see what we can do. But Gonjam Haunted Asylum is free to watch on Amazon Prime Video. It's also free to watch on the Haya channel if you have that. Uh, it might be on Shudder, I'm not entirely sure, but please, please, please give it a watch. It's no fight scenes. I just want to put that out there. No action, no fight scenes. It is a strictly scary. scary movie, and we are doing it for Halloween only. The episode after Gonjiam Haunted Asylum will once again be a martial arts film and will be Blood Moon, I think. I think we're going to do Blood Moon. And then we're doing the film that our Patreons cho- patrons chose, and that is The Bride with the White Hair. So. Once again, it was another matter of me sitting on the floor looking at Sean's Blu-rays and just just randomly picking titles. Don't know anything about them. Purely going off of title alone. Yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. All right. Am I going to regret it? No, that's actually a pretty good film. Okay, good. Yeah, it's different to what we've done. It's like a fantasy film. It's pretty good. Oh, cool. Okay. Yay. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Thank you. And we will catch you next time. That's right.